0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Ace and Tate. Ace and Tate has eyewear for every side of you. They've recently launched in Dublin City and we are very, very proud to help them with their HEADS project. Ace and Tate celebrate the universal truth that people are not one thing but complex creatures. For episode one, you're going to be listening to James McGurk and Elias Grace. Enjoy. Okay, this is a very special District Conversations podcast. I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by two people that I've I've grown to know and become very close with over the last few months um a Mr Elias Grace and a Mr James McGurk um so I suppose we'll start with you Elias you were the creative director on on this very special heads project that we did in collaboration with Ace and Tate and um, would you like to to explain um what your initial reaction was to the project uh
1: I guess uh it was I was actually really happy to hear that Ace and Tate were coming to Dublin firstly and then also to District to do this. Uh, I think uh, Ace and Tate were a brand that when I was living in London last year um, that I was aware of myself and uh, a lot of people were doing kind of interesting work with them and they were, they seemed to be doing the kind of the brand identity collaborations really well and so when I heard that they'd come to Dublin and then come to District to, to do that with them I was incredibly happy, I think it was great. And
0: did you think that it was, um you know, a sign of the times in a good sense that, that brands like Ace and Tate that were actually moving to Dublin?
1: Yeah, I, d- I definitely think so. I mean, I think there's more of an appetite for that kind of thing now, and I definitely think with the internet, the Irish people don't feel as isolated, maybe. You know, at the the days that, even looking at flights, you have to fly to London to get anywhere, almost apart from anywhere in Europe. And now... I don't know, I think Dublin's becoming just much more like international city. And I think that's down to uh, a lot of the tech companies coming here, which has brought with it a few of its own problems. But, um, you know, with that, I do definitely feel like there's an appetite for design and and more international brands here.
0: And you mentioned the fact that you actually lived uh, in London and have since moved home. Is does a brand like Ace Tate move in here not necessarily just them but the, does that vindicate your move to to see that as you're saying you don't have to be there um it's it's very much dublin is is more of a a globally recognised space
1: yeah i think so and then uh, also like you know dublin is so close to the rest of europe it is it is an english speaking hub to the rest of europe and i think you know Ace and Tate moving here plus a lot of other brands kind of doing doing interesting things here I think is a sign of that. And and I was really happy to work on this because uh, it was a project about championing Irish people and people from Dublin, which is something that I would have done anyway for myself. And so to do it as a, you know, to do it in, in collaboration with Ace and Tate was incredibly interesting.
0: And uh, w- with regard to the project itself, you you were the creative director, you did the photography and and shot video. Um, Was that the first time you've done that with a a project like this?
1: Yeah, I think it was uh, the first time I took on that many roles. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think it's worth it. You know, it's worth... um, You know, we, we, like District, we are a smaller... um, We're a small collection of people, and I think that is part of the charm, is that you get everyone's hands are in every process. And and so, yeah, being able to um, contribute to, like, many sides of the visual identity of this thing was uh it was stressful of course but it was i think it was really i think it really pays off and that's something that district is i think district is a collective as much as anything else and i I like that
0: and with the with the characters that actually feature in heads do you how how happy were you with with the people that that we actually focused on and featured do you think that it
1: gave a really good cross-section of of dublin as a city yeah, I think that was something that we had talked about, you know, the whole way through and it's something that Ace and Tate want obviously is a kind of a varied uh um a varied uh collection of people from Dublin and to show what Dublin has to offer. And I do feel like from the very get go, I mean your ideas um kind of your first roster was very close to what we actually did end up using and I think that was indicative that we that you guys and us we all have like a good finger on what is going on so i i definitely feel like there was a great breadth of uh different um uh pursuits and backgrounds and everything and that's i think that was great yeah. and james um
0: james is the the lead designer on our monthly guide to to dublin city Um, obviously you would be very um you would ha- be quite hands-on with the, with the the zine and what goes into it. So you're pretty much getting a really good overview of what what's going on in Dublin City. Do you feel that the that the people that are featured in it, um, are are the people that are really really doing good stuff and and the stuff that makes you proud to be a Dubliner?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like um, like Mango, like for instance, like he, like he, you know, the people's champion almost <laughs> in a sense. Um, and then like people like Valley Speak and stuff. Just it, it's such a great collection of people that i think you know it was it was the right mix of people um like it's sort of every side of uh of kind of what's cool and what's going on in the city and uh yeah i think i don't think you could have got a better bunch of people to kind of represent dublin
0: and you mentioned that uh, every side which uh, which i believe is a nice tagline so they'd be delighted with that um <laughs> It's all another thing that they'd be delighted about was the fact that you pretty much have perfect eyesight but have since actually gotten a pair of prescription ace and take glasses.
2: Uh yeah, I yeah, uh, took uh, took advantage of that little situation there. <laughs> um my eyesight isn't actually perfect, but the glasses were uh, they were very nice and I, I didn't want to say no.
0: Would it be fair to say that you designed 10 magazines on your laptop without the use of prescription glasses up until now? That would be very fair to say. And I suppose that speaks volumes to about the, the glasses that you actually, that you want to forfeit. Mm. You now wear glasses. It's the, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to talk to you, because obviously you've been working with District for about over two years, and uh, Elias is obviously... He's moved to London for creative and and for for work life stuff, and since moved back. Was there ever an attraction for you to move to London? And do you feel that being involved in something like districts and and seeing what's actually going on in Dublin and, and getting into the nitty gritty? Do, do you feel that th- that I suppose what I'm trying to say is how far how far away do you feel we are from from the, from the other big European cities, or do you feel that we're not far away at all? We're just different.
2: Um, yeah, like I think anyone in the sort of creative kind of Feel there is always that like attraction to like go to somewhere like London or like New York or like somewhere like that um where there is like you know supposedly lots of work but um definitely now especially compared to like last year um I think that attraction for me anyway has like gone away a lot um like I love Dublin now and I couldn't imagine myself moving away like unless for some like drastic reason um I think a lot there's a lot more stuff here for people like me than there was maybe like two years ago, I think. Um and like even like the likes of Elias kinda coming back. Um I think that's a, a really good sign. And like I think
0: Elias coming back is what
2: actually really changed everything. Yeah, that was yeah. Elias was uh, Elias, uh was the uh the catalyst. The catalyst. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. We can deal with Brexit because we still have Elias
2: <laughs>
0: Is that fair? Yeah, it's fair to say and Elias with, with regard to the project um how much in terms of creative control it seemed that Ace and Tate were very very happy to take take our direction and let you take the lead on on the visual aspect they, they were obviously familiar with, with your work for the likes of ID and um, how heartening was that for you because I know that traditionally brands can be you know they they know what they want they want to execute but they want it done their way I definitely got the sense that it wasn't as much the case with this one
1: yeah, I, I think that was something that I saw in Ace and Tate before we started working with them, and I think that's why they're so successful in a way. I mean, these projects in with each city, um, you know, when they're collaborating with these local uh, people and these local magazines, it would be remiss of them to uh, try and control it too much. So I definitely remember early on they are telling us that, you know, obviously they have to clear a certain amount of, um, you know, they, they, have, they have to work within a, a certain ballpark we we couldn't be completely free but they were giving us space within which we would be able to be free and that's that's really important i think for sure um and then again like uh it was great to work with shauna buckley on the design um and she had uh, she had been working with them already and so actually that was another safe in one way choice because they had a relationship already but for them to have found her even before we brought her on board means that they really were looking into the the people who were coming up from Dublin, the, that the people
0: that make the, the city, the city uh, take. Yeah. yeah, I, d- I, d- I suppose Shauna would probably have been someone that we would have actually recommended to them had they not recommended her to us. So, I suppose that does sort of show that that Dublin, Dublin is I- is small in the sense that people know each other, but not to its detriment, but yeah. almost to its
1: benefit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think uh, that's uh, that's a huge reason why I moved back. Um, I moved back for this kind of sense of familiarity. Um, this kind of idea that you're going to see people most days of the week that you know, uh, whether you like it or not. <laughs> and, the <laughs> and there's uh, there's a bit of a downside to that, you know, sometimes where, you know, somebody, you know, you don't necessarily want to talk to anyone and then you meet somebody on the street. But I definitely v- felt that that was lacking in many other places that I've been. And so Dublin, yeah, this kind of closeness and this uh, this tight-knit kind of feeling that you get a lot of the time is, I think is really important. I think it's something that we did actually uh, translate, hopefully, into the project as well.
0: Yeah, I think, d- do you feel that you got a fair um, overview of, of Dublin City Centre and the characters that live in it?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's always more that you can do, but I think with something like this for uh, five minutes of video material and a 48-page and a scene, I think we did a pretty good job of, of showing a wide breadth of what is going on here and where people are spending their time
0: and with with photography being your sort of the thing you're probably best known for what's your favorite shot from from the zine that's a good question actually um
1: it's a difficult one uh i think there's one shot of ashton farinella um at her table and she she had been telling us that she hates getting her photograph taken but uh she felt she feels really like open and really kind of calm and and that was for me anyway cuz i've known her for a few years and i've never actually photographed her before never taken her portrait and that was that was really lovely actually and then obviously Felly speaks has got such a um such a distinct character and she was just incredibly easy to photograph with so i think we got like i i feel like i got the most with her just cuz we spent uh, like a good bit of time walking around and she's very open to this not that anybody else isn't but she's incredibly um attuned to to what we were doing and that was great <laughs> and just say
0: um down the line ace and tate want to do heads part two cruise control mm-hmm. um have would you have would you have a few characters in mind that you'd like to have featured i think james might
1: put <laughs> his hat in the ring now that he's uh, <laughs> an ambassador already <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah i mean there's always more i mean there's there's so many more people that dublin has to offer there's there's so many more people that we know and that we feature in in district and everything that that uh that are so worthy i mean i think there's definitely as i said like a lot of worthy people for for this so yeah 100% there's always going to be more okay that's absolutely
0: great so Elias Grace and James McGurk thank you very much that was brought to you by Ace and Tate Ace and Tate collaborated with us to produce heads they're very proud to launch in Dublin and with it being their first ever Irish store they wanted to get to know some of the downright great people who are doing amazing things in the city Mango, Felicia, Joe, Ashling, and David are just a few of the talented creatives who have been inspired by Dublin. They've then gone on to build successful careers through bold and courageous work. For more information on their work and on the Head Series, go to the District or Ace and Tate social pages. Enjoy.